You can't do it all in the first week of school. But you and I both know that you're going to make enough lesson plans that could last you three weeks just so you're prepared for the first week of school. But on today's show, I'm going to help you prioritize. And we're going to talk about the three things to do with your students in the first week of school in math class. Three things that are going to help you lay a strong foundation for your math community, one that's built on belonging and relationships, and one that fosters a positive math identity. This is Honest Math Chat, and I'm Mona Eel of Mona Math. I'm a former math avoider turned math teacher cheerleader, and I'm going to get real honest with you about math classroom culture, engagement, math discussions, and all the student-centered instructional practices to help you empower your students to love and understand math deeply. So every Monday on Honest Math Chat, we're going to work together to make our classrooms places where students see themselves as mathematicians. But let's not wait. If you're ready to engage every learner and get them pumped about math, you've got to use math discussions. I welcome you to download the guide to engaging math discussions right now. Go to monamath.com slash discussions. You'll get all my best tips on how to guide on the side while getting every child meaningfully engaged in discussing their math thinking. So is it just me or do we all over plan for that first week? It's like we forget just how slow everything goes in those first few days. Like how little our students could do at the beginning of the year. But that doesn't mean that you won't do anything during those first few weeks. They're so exhausting. Am I right? It's it's like you have to teach all the procedures, unpack the supplies, introduce the students to each other and everyone else. There's a lot to do. However, I really think that in order for students to learn the routines and the procedures, it's best to do them within some fun activities, mostly because it's boring for them and you. Am I right? (laughs) So what I mean by that, though, is like strategically choosing activities to practice certain routines. So if I want my students to practice sharing the community markers, I give my students a name tag to color, and then I teach them the marker procedures. When I want my students to turn in work, I give them a math survey And then I teach them the procedures for properly turning in their work. This is not only going to help everything go more smoothly because I'm teaching the procedure, but it also gives me time to incorporate some activities that are essential and fun. The first week of school is just a whole beast. So we have to prioritize. And as we're teaching the procedures and going over the rules, I want to just talk about the three most important things I think you do in math class in the first week. And I'm going to tell them to you. But first, I want to say, do not put pressure on yourself to get these all done in the first week. If you get them done in the first few weeks, it's fine. You can even do them in the first month, and it's still great. You can do them in January. Just relax. Okay, friend? Promise? All right. Number one is give a math survey. Number two, tell students your math story. And number three, get to know them as mathematicians. 
Because building a community is all about relationships. And the best way to build relationships is through getting to know each other. And the way we do that is through sharing and having experiences with one another that bring us closer. And I am not talking about an icebreaker or a rock climbing wall or some other camp initiative. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) I'm really talking about developing a community foundation that starts on day one and continues to build through the year based on relationships. No annoying icebreakers necessary. This year, you'll need to support your students. You're going to have to support them in taking risks and productively struggling, getting out of their comfort zone to talk and discuss math, facing failure, having resilience, and so much more. In fact, side note here, I think math is the perfect place to teach our students SEL skills. With so many students coming into math with anxiety and negative past experiences, Helping students build their skills in math, but also in their character, go hand in hand. You cannot teach students a hard topic to grasp without also teaching them skills for perseverance and learning from others. All right, so let's get to those three things you're going to do in the first few weeks. Number one is give them a math survey. I like to give surveys multiple times a year to help me assess my students' mindset and current social-emotional skills as it relates to math. I use the results from the survey to plan activities that my students will do to build our community and start to develop those SEL skills. Think of this math survey as like a formative assessment for your math learner and community of math learners. You can get the survey I give at monamath.com slash survey. I think it's like $3 on Teachers Pay Teachers. Number two is tell your students your math story. It is without a doubt that your students have a math story. We all do. I bet as early as third grade, they already have reasons why they're good or bad at math. In fact, Joe Bowler, she is the author of Mathematical Mindsets. She says that children as young as three, three to five, start to develop their math identity and feelings and thoughts about their math skills. You also, teacher friend, have a math story. And if you haven't taken the time to reflect on your math story, do that. Do that right now. In fact, consider jumping into the training that I hosted earlier this summer about mindset and identity and community. You'll get two recordings and the materials for all of those. And it's one part is reflecting on your math story, among tons of other things. But doing the work of considering your math story will really help you be a bit more in touch with your your own experience and therefore your students' experience. However, what I'm telling you to do in your first week of math class is to sit with your students and tell them about your math story. It can include stories about being a kid in math class, college, even teaching math. Talk about yourself as a learner, your successes, what worked, what didn't work, or how you struggled. You might even include what you've noticed about yourself as a mathematician as your students have grown and learned in your math classroom. My favorite thing to share with my students is how I learned math 
right alongside my third graders and how it changed everything for me. I like to tell them how I used to teach math when I taught first and second grade, and it was boring. There were lots of kids jumping around, not listening to me, throwing whiteboard markers, and every day I'd have to take away the manipulatives because kids were just playing, not doing work. And then I like to tell them that now math is my favorite part of the day because I learned to teach math in a better way. And that really helped me learn the math. And it's made every kid in my class since then, it's made that math be their favorite. Oh, not you, Johnny? You don't like math? Oh, it's okay. I promise you. By the end of the year, it will be. I love to give them that little challenge of just like, calling out like, it's totally cool. It's not your favorite, but by the end of the year, it will. Inserting that humor, right? But this builds trust. I'm telling them about how I struggled. I'm getting vulnerable, sharing about myself. And students are starting to notice that like, I too make mistakes. I don't have everything figured out. That it might not click that day, right? Like, it's okay that they don't have it all figured out either. It opens up a conversation with my students that this class is going to be about sharing, even talking about ourselves. It's not going to be just about do this, then this, then that. I know, exciting stuff. All right, number three is get to know your students as mathematicians. Because the first week is all about getting to know your students in the classroom and all of that, this is a little different. I want you to get to know them as mathematicians. So to go back to what I was saying at the beginning, some activities that you will plan will need to do double duty. Give students something to do while you teach procedures and allow you to get to know them as mathematicians. There's four things that I suggest you do. Manipulatives is number one. Give them some sort of task and give them manipulatives. So maybe you give them a word problem. That is, I don't know, six rows of chairs in the gym for the school play. And each row has 21 chairs. Ooh, solve it. How many do you think there are? Work with the people at your table. Use the manipulatives. I put the blocks on your table. The tiles are on your table. Figure it out, right? And watch what they do with the manipulatives. Who's making a 10? Who's not? Who right away knows that they don't need to make the 10? They can just add the 10, right? All these things, you're going to watch who's playing with them, who's not using them at all, who's not using them at all, but should be using them. Manipulatives are a great way to get to know your math learners. Then number two is use open tasks. That task I just told you, that's an open task, right? But there are tons of them. And if you don't know about the multiple types of word problems that Cognitively Guided Instruction or CGI research tells us about, that there are lots of different types of problems, get with me. Send me a DM on um, Hello Mona Math at, on Instagram, and I will send you an image with all the different problem types so that you can start writing problems that are relevant to your students and appropriate for your students, and they're open so that students can choose the solution pathway. And then you're going to watch, and you're going to see who draws pictures, who's using algorithms, whose auntie taught them how to stack the numbers and carry the one, but they don't know how to explain it, right? Right? 
You're going to ask them to explain what they're doing and see who can and who can't yet. And number three is use math warmups. Use the first week to start teaching students that every day we're going to do a little quick something at the beginning of math to get us warmed up. Maybe you start with count around the circle. Maybe you start with which one doesn't belong. That's my favorite warm-up. You can use it all year long to review and enhance everything you teach. In fact, in my Teachers Pay Teacher store, I have year-long bundles for first and second, third and fourth, and fifth and sixth. Go check it out, monamath.com slash shop. Then you'll just click on the which one doesn't belong on the left-hand side, and you'll see them all. <laughs> that is such a great warm-up because everyone can pick one and give one reason why it doesn't belong. And then you can really start to get a math discussion going, which is my fourth suggestion. Have a math discussion. Talk about the which one doesn't belong and see who is eager to speak, who never speaks, who speaks but doesn't listen, (laughs) who um, is resistant to speaking when you call on them. Notice those things. Wonder about those things. Make notes about what you observe about your mathematicians. So let's wrap up. You're going to spend the next few weeks, the first few weeks of your school year, building your classroom community and developing your math vision with your students. And in this very first week, make sure that you find time to get their opinions and do that formative assessment or math survey to find out where their mindset is. Then, You'll want to share your story with your students, and this really opens the door to that relationship building. Sometimes putting yourself out there first is exactly what our students need to see, to see that you're a safe person and it's okay to be themselves. And finally, your main mission is to not teach only the procedures, but instead let your students teach you. Find out who they are, what they're capable of, how they struggle how they help others, and the types of things they say to themselves when they're frustrated. This part will help you as your relationship grows and you're supporting them through the tough stuff. I cannot wait to hear about how these things go in your first weeks. Remember to give yourself grace, coffee, and continue to enjoy your summer. We might be back to school, but it is still August after all. Well, that was your dose of Honest Math Chat for today, friend. Thanks so much for listening. It would mean so much to me if you subscribed, shared this podcast with your friend, or leave a comment. (laughs) If you have not downloaded my free guide that I made in response to the questions you have all about engaging your students in math discussions, go grab it, monamath.com slash discussions. And if you have other questions that I haven't answered, shoot me a DM on Instagram at hellomonamath. I can't wait to chat more with you next week. Remember, we're here every Monday. I'm always listening on my way to work. When do you listen? See you soon, friend.